You are listening to CBS Wire. Desperation, back pain, dizziness, hangovers, aggression, joy, frustration, hopelessness, satisfaction, and guilt. I hate the lockdown every day. Those are just some of the feelings and emotions we've been dealing with for nearly a whole year thanks to COVID-19. However, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. The vaccines are slowly being rolled out across the national borders and into our veins as a weapon in the war against the virus. But the fight isn't over yet. Kids are at home attending lessons isolated from their classmates, and people are sitting in their kitchens, living rooms, dorm rooms and bedrooms refurnished to double as home offices where they can work and study. That also applies to the employees, researchers and students at CBS. In this podcast series we've called Thoughts During a Pandemic, I get in touch with various people from CBS and speak with them about their feelings, experiences, routines and you've guessed it, thoughts they are having during these strange times. My name is Kasper Christensen, and welcome to Thoughts During a Pandemic by CBS Wire. What is the first country you would like to go to? Uh, Jotland. Jotland. <laughs> <laughs> This is the voice of Nils Lundgaard Laversen. He's an inspector at CBS Academic Housing, a position he has held for no less than 12 and a half years. During the pandemic, Nils has gone from working in an environment full of life at the student and guest residences to an everyday existence with almost no interactions with students and guest lecturers at all. Despite this somewhat sad transformation, Nils is keeping his head and spirits up. And luckily, he has agreed to share his thoughts during the pandemic. Do you remember how you reacted when COVID-19 hit and Denmark went into the first lockdown? I can recall what I thought, but I did not think of anything specific. I had just had a little chaos because I, I was trying to figure out what and how this will infect uh, my working day and my private life. Mm. Uh, when the Danish prime minister told us uh, what to do and what not to do, uh, we had to make a lot of precautions uh, because my job involves if any student, sorry, if any exchange student mm. has a problem at the dormitory where they lives, That means that I physically has to enter the room and fix what I am going to fix. Hmm. Uh, uh, but but uh, but we keep a lot of distance. Uh, if I have to uh, work, uh, if if it is a difficult uh, problem, uh, I make an agreement with the student so that the student is not present at the room while I'm fixing it. Hmm. And when did it really become clear for you in your daily life at your work that Denmark was in a crisis situation? When 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 did you think, wow, this is for real, this crisis? 
uh, at the 10th of Elements of March, uh, when it started, uh, people were getting sick. But uh, but in, at the start, uh, the curves rose quite steep, and uh, people start to die. Uh, then I thought uh, this is going to be difficult. Hmm. Have Have you uh, been personally affected by this? Have you been ill or anything? No, uh, happily. I haven't got um, ill uh, of this uh, COVID-19 and uh, neither had anyone in my family. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, and uh, and uh, even though close friends, uh, I haven't knocked uh, on wood uh, so far. Mm. Uh, okay, well, that's, that's good to hear. Normally, as you say, you, you walk around the halls... Uh, around students and uh, CBS guests um, in these uh, residents and socialize with people. How was it when the lockdown came and the residence suddenly became half empty? It was a very strange... Uh, it, was a, it was a very strange feeling and it was a very sad feeling because uh, most of the students uh, were... Um, as I said before, it is exchange students that I am that I am uh, working with, and uh, most of those were very. Uh, they they thought a lot of how is it at home by my family, mm. uh, and they were some of them were hit quite hard uh, by by sadness, mm. and it, it was it was tough to see. Mm. So so um yeah you uh, you got affected by it on a on an emotional level so to say Exactly mm. and uh, of course I had to to be 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 aware of the situation uh, when to say something or when not to say something Is isn't that uh, difficult Yes it is because mm. uh, I cannot if I see a person who is very sad i very gently try to ask if there is anything the person wants to say or what has to ease their mind, mm. so to speak. Uh, I'm a kind of person, if I can do anything to help, mm. I would help. So, I I can imagine that you are a very um, friendly person who likes to shake hands and stuff like that when you meet new people. Um How was it suddenly not to be able to do that? Strange. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it, it's very strange. It, it's like an uh, a non-polite behavior, if you know what I mean. Mm. So, so it's uh, it's not normal for you. No. No. <laughs> so, uh, if you have to uh, say a normal day for you uh, under these uh, circumstances, how are they? different from uh, before COVID-19? Um, it's not so different. Uh, we just... Uh, in the, uh, uh, this, if, if someone has a problem and wants to have something done, fixed in the, in the, uh, in the resident, residence, uh, they have put it in our help desk. Mm. And each morning we 
we find out uh, who does that, who does what. I have a colleague, and we, and we split it between us. Then we make a plan. If it is an easy fix, we just say, please sit on your chair, or uh, we come knock on the door, could you please leave the room? Uh, then I'll fix what has to be fixed. Mm. Uh, it, it, it takes some planning, but 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 uh, but it's it's not difficult to make things happen. Mm. Um, some of uh, your colleagues, I can imagine, or some of the the other employees at CBS, um, they they have home offices and stuff like uh, that. Do do you have any type of of office or or workshop that you work in um, that has been put down because of this situation? We are uh, CBS Academic Housing is a little private uh, mm. company, mm. but our main customer is CBS. Mm. Uh, so we have rented an office uh, at CBS. And because all of our lock systems and all our buildings are, uh, are digitally, digitally and electric connected, mm. uh, so we have to get access to our, our. We are in the building where we are located. We are actually the only one who comes in every day. But that's because our work is related to that we have to have access to our office. Mm. But we keep. Uh, we keep our distance in the office, mm. uh, so everybody's there. And we, uh, all of all uh, of my colleagues, we make a test uh, once a week okay. to to ensure that we not, that we do not uh, catch the COVID nineteen, mm. and that so that also that we do not spread the COVID nineteen. Yeah. That's a great idea. How is it to take a test uh, once a week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it has to be done. Mm. It's necessary. But it's awful to get that stick down your throat. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Have you tried the one that goes uh, down the nose? Yeah, I have tried it. Oh. Uh, it's it, awful. It's also not nice, but, but, but the stick in the throat, why, can I, why don't they have uh, sticks with a lime taste? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that could be great. Just to take the top. Um, what do you miss the most about uh, seeing CBS students and, and visitors and guests uh, of CBS in, in your daily life? Um, of course... Uh, because uh, when we enter the dormitories or we enter the residence where the guests uh, lives, uh, our faces is hit by masks. I miss I miss the smiles. Mm. I, I I still see the persons, but I miss the smiles. Mm. I can imagine. So throughout this crisis, what have been or what has been the most surprising experience for you? It could be anything. The most surprising was when, <clears throat> after the first lockdown, when Denmark started to open up again, to mm. see all the young people who did not take uh, take it seriously enough during mm. August and September, so that all the figures went crazy again through the autumn and the start of the winter. Mm. That was that was the worst thing to see. 
that uh, that was when uh, people, uh, young people, were partying in in the parks and stuff like that. Is that what you're thinking about? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, they thought it, it, it is over, mm. and it was. I think it was irresponsible, and uh, I can still reflect. I remember when I was young, mm. but nevertheless, we uh, when it opened up, uh, the crisis was not over. We, we, uh, we could get out, we could uh, go to restaurants, we could go to bars, but we still have to keep distances. But it was like uh, they didn't think of it. Mm. And, and actually, I sometimes I, I got a little mad, but uh, I could. There was nothing to do. I could. I was. I, I'm not a police officer, so I'm not allowed <laughs> to. Yeah. So, on a personal level, what? Have you learned over the course of of this lockdown? Is there anything that that you have learned? Yeah. Yeah, I have learned uh, to um, life is more serious uh, than uh, I have thought of, mm. and uh, what I have learned is uh, how much um, I'm uh, I'm divorced. Mm. And I had two uh, sons living in uh, in Jutland. Mm. Uh, they are uh, 35 and 36. And because of the crisis, I am not seeing them as often as I would like to, because I don't want to bring anything from here, from Sealand to mm. Jutland and, and vice versa. Uh, that has been a tough cookie. Yeah. Not, not seeing your... Uh sons and family that much as you would like to do exactly and and as i can hear from you there is also something about this thing that that life is precious in some way exactly Mm. Uh, uh, life has always always been precious Uh, but but suddenly there comes a crisis and then you have to i have had to think of uh, doing things that I will not postpone uh, and said, oh, I can do that later. No, I want to do it now while I'm mm. still alive. Yeah, yeah. So have you done anything that that you wouldn't else do? Yeah, when I could, I did. Mm. Uh, but then it, it, it was in lockdown again, so then uh, I'm not able to. Uh, there is a lot of... Uh, countries i would like to visit but mm. uh, we are not able to no but but when uh, when everything is back to normal what mm-hmm. what is the first country you would like to go to uh jotland jotland <laughs> 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 that's also a wonderful country the motherland because my uh, my family lives there mm. uh, and then uh, from there i will start to I will go somewhere where the sun is shining, where it's warm, because I miss it. Mm. I do as well. Personally, I think that the lockdown is beginning to take its toll on me. I think that it's hard that we can't go to a bar or a restaurant or go out and see live music or a theater or something. Um, how are you feeling about the lockdown at the moment? Um, when I'm thinking rationally, Mm. I am thinking it is necessary. We have to do it uh, yeah. to to get over the crisis. Uh, but on a personal level, I am fed up with it. I am 
I want to get out, I want to go out to have a nice dinner, I want to go to the cinema, mm. I want to go to the theatre, mm. uh, but I cannot do it, so I have not to do it, but, but I miss it so much. Mm. It is also difficult because it, it's like two, you have, you have two uh, brain halves, one is rational and the other one is irrational. Mm. Uh, and, uh, but we have to stay rational to get over it. Sometimes it's hard. Yeah. So, so uh, in general, what do you miss the most? My family. That's a that's a clear answer. Mm. And uh, I guess I know the answer to my last question, but uh, let me ask you anyway: What are you looking forward to the most on the other side of COVID nineteen? I'm looking forward to see a lot of happy people. Mm. Yeah. And then. Family. Sounds wonderful. Nils, thank you so much for uh, talking to me about uh, your thoughts during this uh, lockdown. You're welcome. Yes, let's hope that Nils and all of us will be able to see a lot of happy smiling people and our families again soon. That's all we have for you in this third episode of Thoughts During a Pandemic. You have listened to CBS Wire, and if you liked what you heard, please tell all your colleagues, fellow researchers, and fellow students about our podcast. My name is Casper Christensen, and thank you for listening.